whether you eat or drink. Whatever you do. 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 Or whatever you do. Do all to the glory of God. Welcome to Whatever You Do. I'm Danny. And I'm Abby. We're just best friends trying to figure out how to bring glory to God in whatever you do. Here we are. It's a beautiful Thursday afternoon. We're like in this daytime recording. It's it's helpful at this point in life when we go to bed by 8:30. Yeah. Last night I fell asleep on the couch at 8:45 and then we were planning to record last night but both of us were Definitely. Just not up for the challenge. No. So. So here we are in the day. Our babies are napping and our children are keeping themselves occupied. Yep. We survived our staycation. Not only survived it, but had a great time. It was a wonderful time. And the babies all did well. The grandmothers and aunts and other family did great. Yep. It all was the hardest part of it is just getting back getting back regular life yes i know we for chip and i the majority of my kids went down to my parents house and were there all week so we had we had gone and been at my parents house starting on sunday so we were gone sunday monday and tuesday and then came home for Wednesday and Thursday. He worked and then did the staycation Thursday, Friday. Came home Saturday and went back to my parents to get the kids Saturday and didn't come home till Sunday night. So essentially for all of those days, I didn't have to cook. I mean, I made some food on Wednesday and Thursday, but mm-hmm. Chip was working and so it was just me and Deke. And right. so driving home, on Sunday night and realizing that I needed to plan food for the next week and make my shopping list. It's like, why does this feel 10 times harder to do when I've just have not done it for one week? Yeah. Well, when you add in that, like, nothing sounds good. It's true, but... I think that makes it a million times harder well, to come up Well, and that I'm trying to eat a little bit differently than I'm used to feeding the rest of my family. Right. Or that you're even used to eating. And so, right. But so I'm not even, I'm, I felt like I, on some days I had to make almost like double meals or I had to at least think through like what things will I eat of this meal or not eat of this meal or mm-hmm. do I need to add extra things for myself for this meal or. So how do we do our meal planning? I feel like that's a question lots of people have asked oh, us. Yes. Of how do we first of all plan it out, figure I it out. I want to preface this part by saying so many people want to say things like I could just never have that big of a family because I'm just not that organized or I'm just not a meal planner or whatever. And guess what? God changes things in us. That little ding was almost like it was answering my what. <laughs> it really was. We'll just say we planned that. Yeah. Um, we have sound effects now. God changes things, but also you do what you need to do. Mm-hmm. I'm, I don't feel like my personality is one that gravitates towards meal planning at mm-hmm. all. 
Um, I do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I like no planning. And even when I only had one kid. I know. What I'm saying is for people like you, hearing something like this is like exciting and fun and is like, oh, yeah, like I could do that. People like me, it was Mm -hmm. not that way. It was like I fought every, oh, my goodness. I basically what led me into meal planning was that I was ruining my family's lives by not meal planning because I got to the point where we had so many little kids who needed to eat every meal and I never knew what we were having and I never knew what food I had and I I had food I would go shopping I had things around but you know when it rolled 11.30 rolled around 11.45 and people started getting hungry for lunch and it's like I don't know what we're having. Let me look and try to figure it out. By the time you figure it out at noon and then start making it, now it's like one o'clock before you're eating lunch and everybody's having meltdowns and nobody's happy. And basically enough days of lunches and dinners like that really just, it kind of came down to, guess what? Mm -hmm. You need to, this is an area of your home. You need to manage manage better than you are yeah and it is much more enjoyable to live when you have a plan and mm-hmm. you know what you're doing that you need for yeah. it and um so i'm just saying that to encourage those of you who might not love the idea of meal planning or also you know for moms who are still in the season of it's like you and your husband and you have like a three-month-old. Mm-hmm. Meal planning isn't going to hurt anything. And right. it's not it going to hurt into to get good... into that habit. Right. But if you're not at a place where you're like, oh, I don't really want to do that and I don't even feel like we need to do that, then maybe you don't need to yet. And mm-hmm. that's fine, too. Um, I think there's also a point of sometimes people putting these expectations like... I want to be so like that person or whatever that I need to start meal planning and maybe you really just don't. There are definitely some personalities and some families I know of who don't meal plan and are kind of just wingers. And that's okay mm-hmm. if that works for your family and it's not... And it's not causing problems, I feel like when... But when it starts to cause problems and it starts... I mean, and these are things you have to talk over with your husband too mm-hmm. because there are husbands who enjoy cooking food or meal planning or don't, it doesn't bother them if, I mean, and there's family structures where they don't even have really organized meals and mm-hmm. that's okay too, but we do have organized meals at our house and I'd say it's kind of funny because I forget sometimes my kids are very, like, they have to ask permission to eat anything mm-hmm. in the day. I mean... They can't just go and get a snack out of the pantry whenever they want to. And again, this is something that you have to decide for your family. But if I let it be a free-for-all like that, it would just be mass chaos because mm-hmm. kids would be eating all day long, whenever they wanted, wherever they wanted. They would never be hungry for meals. They would never want to eat meals. And it would just, I don't even know. It would feel, there's just too many people to keep track of and to even know what they've eaten. And mm-hmm. So, um, we don't do free-for-all food. Yeah. I mean, and we have to kind of ration 
you know, we can open a box of crackers. And if I just said you can have whatever you want, I feel like mm-hmm. three kids get to it before the rest of them, they could have the whole thing demolished. So yeah, we have like, you can count out 15 crackers for yourself and then mm-hmm. you can have two strawberries and mm-hmm. five. This breaks. is something I feel like I learned by moving next to you and being your neighbor and doing meals with you and things like that. Because when I moved next to you, I had, I had four kids, but three who really ate. Calvary was a baby. And when you have only three kids, one who I was on a feeding tube, didn't really eat a lot of food. So I've really two kids who ate. I was never rationing. I was like, please. Cade wasn't really eating it. Yeah. I mean, he was, but but not not a lot. It was never an issue of running out. It was like, please, these strawberries are going to go to bad. Someone eat them, please. Like, so when I would come over and we'd do meals or snacks and I'm like, my kids want some it was like a learning curve for me to be like, oh, wait, hold on. How many have you eaten? We're right. rationing things I, here. It was hard. Because <laughs> <clears throat> you can't just say, well, their family gets to eat a whole package of strawberries, but right. you get to. Right. Yeah. So, <clears throat> sorry. I've got my tea back oh, okay. I just. Yeah. So that was definitely something that I had to like learn and and we definitely meal planned for dinners but I was never a we never like meal planned breakfast snacks or lunches or anything like that before moving next door to you but I think when we moved by each other and we did want to incorporate a lot of meals and food together right that first year we did almost all of our lunches and dinners and several dinners together so so we had to plan it because we had to know who was cooking and who was buying what. And right. this that was the first year. The second year, now, we do... Very rarely we'll do a lunch together, but I mean... Yeah, we rarely do lunches together anymore. And then we still do our normal three to four dinners between the four, three families. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think... But as you add more kids to the mix... Oh, yeah. And... You add more detailed schedules to the mix. I feel like planning out lunches and snacks and things can Mm -hmm. be really helpful so that when it comes to be snack time, that's one thing that I feel like you've done a good job at that I have not. um, I still don't plan out snacks. I don't. um, How I plan snacks now is the morning snack is dairy. You can have go-gurt, yogurt, cheese, whatever we Uh have. uh Uh-huh. And the afternoon snack is fruit and nuts. Whatever we have, whatever you want. So then they That's just, a really good way to do it. That yeah. way I don't have to, like, think, okay, today I'm going to go cut up strawberries. Right. I just... Then they get their own, like, because no one likes the same fruit. Right. Like, there isn't one fruit that everyone likes. So then when I'm like, we're having strawberries today, I'm always letting down someone. Uh-huh. So now... And someone else probably is like, they're getting to eat all the strawberries that I want. And you're like, yeah. Oh. Yeah. So now when I just say, like, Sayla loves peaches and pears, Cade will have applesauce with cinnamon every single day for snack, and he's totally happy with that. Graceland, like, will pick out her whatever fruits I have that are her favorites. Calvary hates fruit, but sorry. Just juice them for him. (laughs) I make him him green juice, and he does like applesauce. So, but that's just made my life so much easier. I rarely ever think about it, and they kind of just... They can, for the most part, do it themselves. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's been hard this summer for us because it always feels like the morning snack needs to be 
pretty substantial for my older kids when they get home from swim team. Yes. that We I, do like a whole breakfast before my kids go to swim because mine go later. And right. so our snack can just be a goer because they've already had a whole breakfast. Well, I feel like my boys can have a whole breakfast and then have another whole breakfast when they're yeah. swimming. It's yeah. I feel like the older ages yes, totally. do a lot more swimming. And so they come home and they're hungry, really hungry. So... I've just had to think of more substantial. We've been doing a lot of like crackers with hummus and cheese or yogurt. Mm -hmm. So they get a little Mm -hmm. bit more to get them through to lunch. I was just telling Chip that between pregnancy for me and swim team for my kids, I literally feel like 85% of my day right now is just... Wake up. I need to eat something. (laughs) And then I'm trying to figure out what to feed my little boys who are still home because they don't want whatever I've eaten usually. I mean, Mm -hmm. sometimes they'll eat eggs with me, but sometimes they won't. So then I'm like getting them yogurt and oatmeal and things. And then my kids get home from swim team and... They need a snack, and then by then, I need another snack, (laughs) and then I'm making lunch, and then I'm cleaning up from lunch, and from all the snack dishes from all morning, there's, like, Mm -hmm. all different things from breakfast and snacks. Yeah. And then we need a snack again, Mm -hmm. and then... I'm usually making myself a different snack than when I made the kids snack. And then I'm juicing. Yes. And then as soon as juicing's over. It's dinner time. It's dinner time. And thankfully so been... a couple nights a week that you don't yeah. have to cook. Yes. That's how I was feeling last night. Cause we had yesterday was just a really weird busy day and like totally off our whole schedule of everything. Yeah. And so when I like realized that you were cooking and I could just be like, I don't have to figure out. And now we just get to walk over to Danny's. It was it was yes. definitely one of those days where I'm like, we would have just ordered a pizza or like yeah. done nothing. <laughs> Cereal. Yeah. For the kids. Yeah. So anyway, it just feels like my day is full yeah. of like cutting food, making eating food, food, thinking about food, planning food, shopping for food, everything. Cleaning up the food, yes. then getting it out. Then, oh, I need to go downstairs and get that out of that fridge. Oh, I need to go downstairs and get that out of the freezer. Oh, I need to get this out of the freezer upstairs. Mm-hmm. Oh, I need to yes. start thawing this. Oh, but I then when you like that. add in, I know this is more so for me than you right now, the fact that like you just want to throw up and yeah. nothing sounds good. Having to, like, think through so much food choices and makes it just a million times worse. Thankfully, I did meal plan for the whole month of June. I feel like that's helped you a lot. You did that, like, the second you got a second I found out I was pregnant. (laughs) So, because I knew... You weren't I would, gonna feel like I would it. not want to eat anything. So that's helped. And we have like moved meals around and like done different things different days than my original plan. But it's helped me to just look at that. Okay, well, this sounds horrible and makes me feel right. like I'm gonna puke, but we're just making it yep. and Except today it. was supposed to be beans and rice, and I'm like, I can't make anything today. I felt I've felt today's probably been the sickest I've ever felt. That this pregnancy. This yes, this pregnancy. That I was like all right, and Grayson's like, can we? Can I make peanut butter and jellies for the kids? And I'm like, even though that's what she did yesterday when I also felt sick. And I'm like, yes, yes, you, you can. can. Do that I day. cut up peppers and cucumbers and strawberries. There you go. So then they had that. And that was fine. So back to now that we just did a 
10 minute tangent. I mean, we're still talking about it, but how do we meal plan? I usually like to do it on Sundays. Is that when you do it? Mm -hmm. Okay. Danny usually goes to Costco on Mondays, so doing it on Sundays and having a good plan for the week is helpful. And they're usually just days that we're down. Yeah, I either try to do it Saturday night or sometime on Sunday. Mm -hmm. Um, Um, So. I have a notebook. mm -hmm. It doesn't matter how... I, how cool apps are or how... I definitely am a write-it-out person. Handy they are. Mm-hmm. I, I can't. I have to write it down mm-hmm. in a notebook. In the same way. And so I have a page that I have. I write all the days on one on the left-hand side. Monday, mm-hmm. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And then I do breakfast, lunch, and dinner. At the top. At the top. Header. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And then I just fill it in, fill it in with, I usually, we start by trying to coordinate who's cooking what meals. What in night. what days. Usually you always cook Wednesdays For and Sundays. For each group and Sundays. And then you and Melissa change between. Melissa usually does Mondays and I'm either Tuesday or Thursday based on what But sometimes schedules. you'll do Thursday and then Melissa will do Tuesday instead yeah. of Monday. It just kind of switches around. But. So we start off by figuring out that, but then we fill in, I fill in like what I know, uh-huh. you know what what's happening yes. different days yes that's what i i always look at what is our schedule so chip's schedule work schedule is different yes every single week which... so you meal plan based around like is chip going to be home for that meal or not right because for instance he does not like chicken nuggets at all i can eat chicken nuggets with our kids like that doesn't bother me although sometimes when i make them chicken nuggets i'll make something different or eat leftovers but it doesn't bother me to eat chicken nuggets yeah it would really bother him he does not like them so i never plan chicken nuggets for lunch if i know he's going to be home for lunch those types of things mm-hmm. um if we're if we have something really busy in the morning that i know it's going to be i won't make as like a complicated lunch right but right sometimes if chips working 3 to 11 and i know he's only going to be home for lunch i'll make our nicer meal during the for the mm-hmm. lunch time so that we can yeah. all eat that together so yeah i usually write down our schedule and what what we're, we have going on in the week and mm-hmm. then i fill in and we do pretty i tried to be healthier for lunches for a while we both did. Mm-hmm. We were doing mm-hmm. really good, but we this were. is not the season for no. that. I mean, and I don't feel like we do terrible things, but we will do like hot dogs or chicken nuggets or chicken salad. Do bean burritos. You do beans and rice. Yeah. Um, and we also, just to add this in, we have allergies that we cook around. Yes. We have gluten-free dairy-free. At this point, I'm the only one that really isn't eating dairy anymore. At different points in time, we've had kids doing dairy-free and multiple adults doing dairy-free. But now you're really the only one doing dairy-free, but we're doing gluten-free. But I'd say that overall, we still, as families, don't cook heavy dairy because different people It's it's like there's cheese that you can add on to soup. But I don't feel like we're, on a regular basis, making like cream of something right never like really cream sauce things yes um unless it's a dairy-free thing but so we typically cook dairy-free and then cheese or sour cream is like an optional add-on and we typically all 
pretty much cook gluten-free. Yes. With every- the exception of maybe we'll make pasta that's regular pasta and have gluten-free pasta as yes, an option of but it. everything else, and sometimes we'll have bread with soups and stuff that the gluten-free people eat gluten-free bread. Mm-hmm. So that is the allergy. That's really the only ones. Egg. We- we- oh, egg, yes. Can't do egg yolk for one of Melissa's kids, so mm-hmm. we kind of work around that sometimes. Yeah, but that's the main allergies that we... Which I do feel like when you're not doing gluten, it does... It makes lunches harder, I feel like. But... Yeah, I don't know. I You're just so used to... I mean, I'm sure we eat... Like, bean burritos, we like flour tortillas. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that we wouldn't do that if we had gluten allergies right. or working around. Um, but we'd probably just do beans and rice, like yeah. you do. But I do feel like it changes things. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't do a lot of sandwiches very often yeah. anyway. I, I think that more lands in our breakfast. Our, our kids before breakfast, their before breakfast snack that they eat in the morning <laughs> when they wake up, they can get make themselves toast or peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Yeah. So if I had a bunch of gluten-free kids, that would I'd have to just think of something different to mm-hmm. do for that. But... Um, yeah, so basically, I always just write down all the meals and things I need to make, and then I make my Costco list, and then I make a list of things that I need from Walmart that I just don't need that much of, you know, mm-hmm. or they don't really have it right. at Costco or whatever. Um, we also, for a long time, you went to Sprouts every week. Mm-hmm. Um that hasn't been so much on our radar, but we do both occasionally go to Superstition Ranch Market, which is a... yeah. I still probably get stuff from Sprouts at least every other week. Right. With your fancy Instacart The difference between Danny and I are I hate, hate grocery shopping. Hate it. I hate going to the grocery store. I hate grocery shopping. Even if I was, like, by myself and I didn't have kids, I would rather, like, babysit Danny's kids so that she could go for the both of us then get out by myself and go grocery shopping so i love grocery shopping and in like my dream life i'd have enough time to be an instacart shopper for people and Mm -hmm. i'd figure out exactly what they wanted and i'd give them all the options so when i'm at costco i mean danny is my instacart shopper at costco but like an extra detailed supreme version because yes. <laughs> I'll like see things that weren't on your list at all and I'm like oh Abby with this it. is this amount of money would you like some yes or no yes so, so that's a great plus so then I use so Danny Costco shops for me on Mondays and then I'll Instacart order my sprouts stuff which like this week I had you throw in some peaches and grapes that were on sale for... right but that was the first time you've ever had me do that you're uh... I know but I never I think I just never know when you're ordering from sprouts and I I don't know yeah I'd probably have you do it more often if I knew ahead of time and... okay well I'll let you know before I place my orders Thanks. from now on I also used to do Walmart grocery pickup not going grocery shopping at Walmart, I would do the grocery pickup. But even that feels like too much work to get in my car and go pick it up. Well, Abby did convince me to do that. And I do it maybe uh, three quarters of the time for my Walmart stuff now. The biggest problem for me is that a lot of times you need a $30 minimum Mm -hmm. order. And there's a lot of weeks that I don't need $30 worth of things. Right. So, you know, I need to like... 
run in and grab some broccoli or whatever. The problem is I feel like there's multiple days that I realize that I didn't get things that I needed and then I'm, but chip goes for me sometimes too. So it works out. Walmart's close and yeah. So in this week I made Melissa buy like Melissa Many went to things Superstition. From, Superstition Ranch Market is like a uh, fruits and vegetables. Yeah, produce store, but they're very, very discounted. Well, sometimes. Sometimes their stuff is the yeah. same price as other places. Yes. They'll just... It's like they get in overstock of different things. So when they have it, they'll... They're trying to move it through. So mm-hmm. there's times I'll have like organic raspberries, two for a dollar mm-hmm. that you would never find anywhere else. But you just don't know what you're going to get when you go there either. Right. And they might be fresh and good or they might be mostly moldy or they might last a day or they might last a week. Yeah. You just really have no idea. You don't know what things are going to have in stock. Yeah. And um, so Melissa goes there every week, though, and. Yeah. Sometimes I get in a rhythm of going there and... It's like 20 minutes away, 25. Yeah. So So it's not like around the corner that... Right. It's definitely more convenient when one of us goes and gets stuff for the others. Right. Usually that one of us isn't me. But it's also kind of annoying (laughs) to get stuff for all three families. Like, that's why I feel bad that I had Melissa get me so many things because they've got these little tiny, like the little small... Mini carts. Grocery carts that you can hardly fit anything in and... I feel like Melissa's always stocking up on things, so I always am just, like, picturing her with trying to jam. And it's not... It's a very tight store also. Yeah. So to think about, like, taking two carts around or something Mm -hmm. feels... But she was very gracious and got me all my things. And she got me green apples for my green juice. So there you go. I don't know what other... What other question do you have about our meal planning? But that's how we do it. We were, this is something I really miss, but it also just isn't as practical. But when we were, the first year that Abby moved in and we were doing a lot of our meals together, we also spent every Monday afternoon meal prepping Mm, together yes i do miss that we would look through like the meals for the week and things that needed like carrots and celery and onion cut up for them we would get all of that ready and cut up our meat before we froze it and and so our monday afternoons were spent doing that melissa would cook for us monday nights yes so it was very nice when we did so many meals together especially lunches and stuff that was super helpful because we both had to like it was helpful to do it together. But now we have so little meals together that right. it's and kind of a lot of work to haul stuff to each other's house. To one or the other house for just... For like cutting up a bag of carrots. Right. You know, it's just much less yeah. worth it. But it was a lot of fun. It was. So... One um, day maybe that'll happen again. I need to get back into the habit of doing some amount of meal prep, though, even just at my house by myself. Mm-hmm. I feel like if I did that... If I was better at doing that, I would make things nice. Mm -hmm. I feel like I don't even have time for meal prep right now because I'm just prepping what we're about to eat in five minutes. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, so tonight our kids are doing a swim meet. Mm-hmm. I grew up doing the swim team, and I was a lifeguard, and I love swimming, and this is exciting to me. I like Abby, swimming. Abby likes. Abby likes hanging around in a pool, swimming, yes. like recreational for yes. fun swimming. I like go and swim laps. Like yes. probably when we get done with this podcast, if I have time to get my kids a snack, I'm probably going to go swim laps before mm-hmm. I like going to have Kenzie watch the kids and go and do that. Like that's something I was just telling another thing I was telling Chip yesterday was that we went and worked out at Planet Fitness. Mm-hmm. And we're getting in the car, and he says, Working out is sort of like eating a salad. A huge part of the enjoyment is just knowing it's good for you. <laughs> like, yes, I agree. I'm like, I also, I know I'm going to feel better afterwards mm-hmm. when I eat a salad or work out. I yeah. know that it's going to benefit me. Mm-hmm. It's like, right, but that's like later on. I'm like, yes, it's true. I said, but for me, swimming laps is actually enjoyable to me. Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't feel like a workout, a big chore. I mean, there's times it feels like a workout if I'm pushing myself and I get tired and mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I have to do... One more hundred before I'm done with this set. You know, I I definitely feel like there's times when it feels hard and tiring Mm -hmm. and stuff, but it's a different level of enjoyment than, like, running on a treadmill or something. Um, So, yeah. Abby kind of got drug into this just because... Her kids oh. are neighbors with my yeah. kids and, and swim Melissa's team kids is a cool done. thing to do. So of course my kids are gonna want to do it. And it's not all, just, it's not even that it's a cool thing to do. It's just that it's just that all of our kids do it. That's what all, I mean. That right. it's like I don't what feel like all, it's like they're like peer pressuring. Them. No, like, no, no. I didn't mean it like you're that. You're not gonna be cool if you don't. No, do but it, it's but just what all the kids are doing, doing and excited about. And so naturally, my kids are like, "Oh, that sounds fun." Yeah. So this is our first year doing it, and I am just not a fan. The good news is the way that these meets are structured. Abby's kids will most likely be done within the first, like, 15 minutes for mm-hmm. several of the meets. And there's only one... The meets are only once a week. This is city swim team, just to throw that out there. I don't know if city swim team has the same stigma other places that it does here, but... And for anyone listening to this that loves city swim team, like, I was a city lifeguard, and... You know, it holds a special place in my heart. But there's, like, club swim team, which is, like, the serious people. Mm -hmm. And then there's city swim team, which is, like, we do swim team to have fun. Yeah. And especially the pool that we're at in the city. Yes. We're definitely, like, an underdog, smaller pool that's very much like a... Everyone's a winner, and we're just having fun. Even just though just try not to get disqualified. <laughs> just, just try to make it across the pool, and we'll, you go, we'll give you candy. Like that's basically, kind of yeah, mm-hmm. what our swim team is like. So yes. it's not like we are these hardcore serious. I mean, Danny cheers at the meets. I do cheer, but I'm not like trying to. You're not gonna like ground your kids for not. Getting I'm not first trying place. to like make Olympians. Yeah, and I'm not like I'm not like timing them like. Your time was these swim meets until the championships at the end of the summer. Just for the regular swim meets, they don't 
time the kids. They don't, they time them for time trials ahead of time, like in yeah. their practice. But right. at the meet, you just like are in your heat and you just get a ribbon for first through eighth place. Yep. And so there are parents who take it a little more seriously and are timing their kids and no, you need to drop another second off your time. I'm just going to be great, form. grateful if my kids don't get disqualified. Actually, I'd be even like, if they made okay, it across the pool. If they do get disqualified. If they made it across the pool, that's going to be like a huge accomplishment. Thankfully for Cade, he's in the five and six-year-olds, and they really don't disqualify them. No. Okay. They say in the handbook that they can disqualify any age, but I mean, they really, especially yeah. in these regular meets, it's like everybody just This is Cade's first year of doing it and it's definitely been hard for him. A growing and every experience. morning he's like, "Do I have swim team today?" He's the one who like I told him he, the first week I'm like, if you feel like this is too hard and you want to wait till next year or even until the fall homeschool swim team, you can. And he is like, nope, I'm going to do it. I'm committing to it. And and this was after he'd already been to a couple of practices. Yes. So he had the out he knew. ahead of time right. mean, when he knew what it was like. But since then. I mean, it's definitely getting better. Yeah. I dropped every him off day. today and he was very positive and didn't act scared, I think, because it was me. You know, he was like. Yeah. He's getting, he definitely, yesterday and the day before, I feel like he was fine, but it's, it's definitely. There might have been a day when he got, had to have Abby throw him in the pool. Because <laughs> he was bawling, screaming, crying at practice and didn't want to do it. I picked him up like a baby and whipped him in the pool. <laughs> Swim, little fish. And he did. Like, he sucked it up real quick yeah. and did it. So, yeah. But. I feel like, and I told them, I gave my kids the option for tonight's meet and told them they didn't have to swim in the meet if they didn't want to. It's backstroke meet. And so it's definitely not Grayson's favorite stroke. And Kate is, hates all the strokes. So, but they both said they want to do it. So they're doing it. So anyway, that should be lots of fun. Yeah. For one of us. <laughs> Can't wait to sit outside and bake in the heat. I just, Yeah. I don't like extreme temperatures and outside in general. Yeah. But let alone when I just feel like throwing up and being hot makes me feel more like throwing up. Yeah. It's just... Oh, good tip is to get spray bottles and fill them with water to let your kids spray each other and spray you. Yeah. Feels real good. Yeah. I could imagine that. Definitely something that... Helps. Yeah. You have the advantage of... Me being able to give you tips like this that I took like time to figure yeah, out. It's, and true. it's true. And I feel like you can tell me other things like bring chairs, yeah. bring snacks. Yeah. Um, what else is going on in our lives? I don't know. I'm surprised that we talked about meal planning during this episode, though. Just. We're always surprised of what we talk about. I, yeah. Always a big This would surprise. be the opposite thing. I was thinking, like, when we press record and we were going to start recording, I was thinking we are going to talk about something totally different. And then some team and meal planning, here we are. We pray right before every episode that God would help Lead. us to know what to say. And so hopefully out of... For some reason, meal planning just Out of our out. 40 faithful listeners, maybe one of you needed meal planning encouragement this week yeah 
Um, yeah, these are you guys are gonna probably have some shorter episodes for a little while while we're. The fact that I could just talk for thirty five minutes, I feel like was successful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Next. Let's see. So I'm. Ten weeks today. Mm-hmm. That means you are going to be eight weeks on Sunday. On Sunday. Yep. So I feel like, obviously not for you, you're kind of in the, like... Worst of it. Yes. I'm starting to see, like, the glimmer of, like... No. Feeling good mm-hmm. on the horizon. Like, oh. I was just looking back at a note I had written down with my pregnancy with Deke Mm -hmm. when I was 10 weeks and it was like today I woke up feeling a lot better than I had been feeling and so I I usually feel feel sick until I'm like 14 yeah 15 weeks I'm usually like completely better by like 12 weeks like yeah don't feel really bad at all anymore but normally I'm sicker earlier yeah like by five or six weeks I'm feeling as bad as I feel today so the fact that I'm almost how many eight Uh uh-huh Eight weeks in, I feel like today is probably, like, the first, like, okay, I'm confident that I'm pregnant and that there's a baby growing and that there's not even a question about it. And if you made me talk anymore, I would throw up. (laughs) Well, then we should probably wrap this up. I don't mean right now. I just mean that's kind of the, like, I I cannot think about certain things or... But I mean, you even held it together when I talked about my poor food choices day, which I'm not going to say the word again. But when you walked in and started saying that, <laughs> and then started talking about like the smell, I, <laughs> Danny, I literally was sitting there like, I'm so close to already throwing up just talking. But you didn't. That was the I know it thing. was literally it was like- so. I wanted to punch you in the face for even saying. Now I'm bringing it up again and even saying that s word. It's sardines, you guys. <laughs> But Abby's not listening while I say that. <laughs> yeah. So, no. <clears throat> not a fan of fish. Yeah. I am still remembering our conversation that we had. I don't remember if it was a podcast conversation or if it was just a regular one. But okay. when we were talking, I think it might have been regular. When we were talking, right, when either you just found out you got pregnant. Oh. Mm-hmm. And you were looking through the different, like, snack and food choices mm-hmm. in that book and you're like I feel like I could try any of these things and I'm like okay and you were feeling where I'm feeling now of like I don't want to eat that anything much ahead of you that I was right like, but now I feel like it's switched yeah. in yeah you're like I can't even eat normal things why are you mm-hmm. talking about these other things and yeah yeah I I bought a bunch of different snacks outside of my comfort zone at Costco to like try seaweed to, yeah, I got that whole rest of that pack. I ate the whole rest of it that I put out for birth. Wow. Birth class on Tuesday night. Good job. proud of myself. I figured out how many I can, like, stack all together and fold up and, like, force down my Shove throat in. at once. Yeah. I've always thought, like, I do pretty well with, I mean, of the two of us, like, I don't feel like I have a super sensitive gag reflex, and mm-hmm. I can take, like, literally, I can swallow, like, 14 pills at one time. Mm-hmm. I've always thought when I watched, like, Fear Factor and stuff, that if there were the food ones, that I would be able, that 
seemed the least intimidating to me mm-hmm. out of all the different challenges yeah. and stuff that they yeah. would do. Not that I, like, w- would want to, but I feel like I can really just, like, mentally block off and just force things down. So mm. it's yep. helpful for... It's very helpful. ...this stage of... I will try. If you, you're making fish on Saturday, if you bring me over a bite, I will try it. That I feel much more confident that you could get down than the... Mm-hmm. Yeah. special treat today yeah that like that was that, I, I told myself when I was buying these Costco sized quantities of things that I didn't really know if I liked or wanted that I just needed to make it through whatever I bought mm-hmm. so I got six cans so I'm down to five more I feel like you gonna shoot for like once a week or I feel like I I've got like thirty more weeks to space them out over. So I'm gonna shoot for like once a week or once every two weeks just to try to get it over with mm-hmm. sooner. But I feel will like you purchase them again? No. Okay. No, I don't think I will. Okay. <laughs> I don't feel like unless sometime between now and can number six, I like develop some love. For it that I don't have currently. I have never even seen someone eat sardines. Thankfully, in my head they look like different than Swedish fish. What they look like? I was nervous about. I I can't decide. Can't decide if what it looked like made me more or less okay with. I've always envisioned that it's going to be, like... Little fish. Little silver fish. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. that I'm just going to, like, have to, like, swallow. Eat the eyeballs like, and everything. Yeah, like, yeah. the tails. Like, I'm trying to figure out, like, <laughs> they just, like, cut the tail off and, like, they have no... But it wasn't like that at all. It was more like a tuna fish type of thing where it's okay. just, like, the fish meat. Okay. But it also... <laughs> sort of reminded me of, like, cat food. <laughs> oh. Not as, like... It just, but I, that's where I was like, well, this isn't as bad as I was expecting to eat like whole fish. Yeah. But it also is like cat food Mm -hmm. is like, this also doesn't look that much more appealing to eat Mm -hmm. right now. So I don't know. Forced it down. I made, I made Abby's husband try one bite because he had never tried it before. And I figured it was one easy way to pawn off one bite of the can. (laughs) But I ate the whole rest of it. I was really proud of you it was one of those things where you're trying to gauge like how did you let your kids try it did you offer it to any of them none of them wanted to try it I don't think that would have none of them were like chomping at the bit to like I just I feel like some of your kids are kind of adventurous eaters so I feel like if I would have hyped it up and been like who's gonna be brave enough to try it then Mm -hmm. I feel like probably like Riken Casey, Riken, the boys would have thought it was a good challenge, but I also felt like I want to eat. Not I want to eat it, but if I'm going to open it and have it, like... Yeah. But I was, like, trying to gauge, like, how... I want to eat bigger bites, so I have to take fewer bites. Yeah. But I can't take, like, such big bites that I, like... Have a giant mouthful of it. Overwhelm myself and then can't, like, force myself to swallow it, so it was, like, a careful balance of, like, how... How many bites do I really have to get in of this? And then I was eating pieces of grapefruit in between every bite to try to, like, help extra clear the taste out of my mouth. Yeah. 
So that was that was my fun pregnancy food adventure today. There's our little ding. Does that mean time's up? Yep. <laughs> All right. We're going to pretend we planned that one, too. <laughs> All right. Well. Well. Until next time. Bye-bye.